I, think, I, I don't think I've ever had a Christmas where I was as full of hope as I was on Christmas Day last year. Um, but there are different kinds of hope, and the hope that I was full of was the very worst kind. So I'm not like in any way saying I was just full of it. It was not a good thing, not a good place to be. Uh, I think there are three different kinds that are all quite different from one another. Um, And I would call the hope that I was full of on Christmas Day last year, fingers crossed hope. Uh, It it doesn't stand for much. We um, had woken up on Christmas morning and had a nice morning together. We were looking forward to having some extended family coming for Christmas lunch, and everything was prepped. We were, we were on decent course with all of the timings for everything, uh, and we're about to get into the car to come to church on Christmas morning where I was leading the service, um, and, you know, we want to say we were on time, like, there was no, we didn't have any time in hand, we just were, we weren't late at that moment. Um, but shut the door and quickly realized that the other set of house keys were in the door on the other side, which meant we were locked out of the house. Because you can't, we couldn't unlock on our door, we couldn't unlock it if the key was in it. So we shut the door on the way to go to Christmas with the, the oven on, the turkey's in the oven, and we're locked out. But we've got to go to church, because I'm leading the service, so we've just got to go. And so, so we do, we go to church and try and play it cool as much as I can, <laughs> the whole time, desperately full of hope, fingers crossed hope, that we are going to somehow manage to get in the house and not burn it all down and everything be a total disaster. Fortunately, when we got home, one of the kids had left the back door totally unlocked, so we could just walk straight in. Um, <laughs> And so we were very grateful for that. But it was a pretty stressful couple of hours or so. And I'm a pretty cool cucumber. Liz, my wife, was, was more stressed um, and not as good at hiding it. Fingers crossed hope is not much good at all. It, it's kind of the hope. When you, what are you hoping for this Christmas? And there's, there's no certainty of getting it, right? You just kind of, well, I, I hope for this. Unless, you know, you're... Um, you're kind of at that stage where you know exactly what you're getting for Christmas, and so it's not really hope, it's just boring. But, but, but most of the time, you're kind of, what you're hoping for, you don't know. You maybe are hoping uh, it's the Euros next year, maybe England could do it this time. But there's no guarantees with these kinds of fingers-crossed hope. Now, there's nothing wrong with it, that kind of hope, but it's not the hope we need. When we talk about the hope we need, and it doesn't get you very far, I think most of us are willing to admit that we could all use a little hope right now that is a lot deeper and truer than the fingers crossed hope. We, that we've been through, we've lived through the pandemic, we've had the cost of living crisis, then there seem to be wars springing up um, at a fairly regular and tragic rate. We, we know, most of us, that the anxiety and depression is only increasing uh, in, in the West, at least, and primarily amongst younger people. And uh, a statistic, 89% of uh, young Brits aged 16 to 29 would say that their life lacks hope, lacks meaning or purpose. 89%. It's, it's not 
good, we need hope. We need individual hope. We need corporate hope for, for the world. And the questions are, where is it? Where do you find that? What does it look like? What, what kind of difference does it make to the world? As I say, I think there's three different kinds. What are they? Well, there's, there's fingers crossed hope, which doesn't get you very far. Then there is smile on your face hope. And um, I don't know if you watched Strictly or if you're into it, but I, I'm not. But, but Liz, again, my wife is. And uh, I think it does, it kind of sums up and epitomizes smile on your face hope, that program, because it's just, just people are nice to each other. And it's just, they're encouraging and they're like for each other. And it's a nice difference. It, it doesn't feel like the real world. And it's like, oh, well, it puts a smile on your hope, on your, on your face. And makes you think maybe there is hope for humanity yet, uh, because people can be lovely to one another. Um, Christmas films are really all about this kind of smile on your face, hope. Um, we watched The Grinch the other day, and I thought, I, you know, what, I feel like this guy might be onto something. Uh, with, with, but, but that's for another day. Um, and uh, but then at the end, you know, he steals Christmas and all the stuff. And uh, people sing anyway, and they smile. You might have watched Noel, a recent film on Disney Plus, and it's similar story. Kind of, you can strip it all away, but there'll be hope anyway. And it's kind of like, well, what are you? What do you even mean? It's just grin and bear it. Smile on your face. Come on, put a smile on your face uh, and get through it. Christmas time itself can be a welcome source of hope and and be a break from from it all, all the madness of life. For some people, it, it can be quite the opposite, Christmas time. And it, you may be one of for, for whom, try as you might, you, you just cannot help but call to mind not everything that you have and are grateful for, but everything that you don't have, um, maybe have lost, maybe you never had. And uh, no, for some people, there is no denying Christmas time does bring some welcome relief, but it is fleeting. And either way, it's not, it's not game-changing hope. Smile on your face. Hope might change your day or even your week, but it won't go any further than that. When we think we need hope and that this world needs hope, we know we, we are talking about something more than that. We, we, it needs more than grin and bear it, smile on your face, or fingers crossed hope. And then we hear, as Jenny read from verses 10 and 11 in that, passage, a significant, this, this sounds like a kind of game-changing hope. It says, the angel said to them, do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Messiah. He is the Lord. That, that is the kind of hope we need. And the last hope, the last kind of hope is the hope we need. It is changes your life hope. That's what we need. That, that answers the question of what it's like. Good news that will cause great joy for all people. There's one who, who is the saviour and who brings the hope that this world is so desperately in need of. The hope that you and I are so desperately in need of. What about the question of where do you find it? Well, it's found where you probably don't expect to find it, where you may not be looking. Because it has this big moment in, in verses 10 and 11 in that passage. 
good news of great joy, big. And then in the next bit, there's a chorus of angels come and are singing. And in between uh, those two things, it tells you where you'll find that changes your life kind of hope. In verse 12, it says, you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. We, we are told all the time, things are thrown at us all the time in the world that we live in. Find the hope inside yourself. Look inside yourself and find hope. That's where you'll find it. Believe in yourself. Find hope in yourself. Let me encourage you, don't look for hope inside yourself. It would just be an exhausting and futile attempt to find it there. We are, we are too broken as people to, to bear the burden of finding hope inside ourselves. Look for the hope instead in the manger of all places. That, that is where you will find changes your life hope. This, this Jesus is our hope. He, he has committed the greatest act of love and the greatest act of grace for, for you and I. He didn't, he didn't have to do any of it. Some of this verses, that, the, the poem that was read, he didn't have to do any of this. He came to our darkness from heaven above. He stooped to the crib and the cross out of love. He shared in our weakness and meekness and mess and still he embraced us, nevertheless. I'm not saying with all of this that this is a, this, isn't this a lovely story? Come on, let's, let's smile. Let's have a nice time. Put a smile on your fa- face. Put your chin up. We can get through it. I'm not asking you to deny your struggle. I'm saying bring your struggle to the one who has struggled for you and find certain hope of a future life of great joy. And there's a huge difference between those two things, between just keeping your chin up and grinning and bearing it and bringing your struggles but finding hope in him. Because this hope he provides is ultimately future. It is the certain hope of sins forgiven, your sins forgiven, your struggles taken, and life in and with him that is full of great joy. A hope that guarantees that whatever you are facing today, a hope that guarantees that it will all be all right in the end. A certain hope that the future would be better and good doesn't just make a difference to then, it totally transforms now as well. Like if you knew if you like the next eight Christmases might be tough, but if you knew that after that every Christmas you ever had would be perfect, then the next eight Christmases, however they were, would be totally transformed as well. Because you would have a certain future hope. If you know that tomorrow will be full of joy, then today will be full of hope, even if you're struggling to find joy today. So you can bring your struggles to him today. And struggle with them, but know all the while that tomorrow will be good. If you know this evening, this Christmas, today, that you need hope, then look for it in the manger. That is where you will find a hope that it is more glorious than you ever dared to believe. More of those words. If you are feeling rejected, excluded, a stranger... Remember the one who came down to the manger. No one's left out by this God become small. So have a blessed Christmas, one and all. I'm just going to pray. Father God, we thank you so much for the gift of your son. 
given to us. The one who came down to earth from heaven, who is God and Lord of all. We thank you, Jesus, that you did not consider equality with God something to be used to your own advantage. Instead, you made yourself nothing and came to earth, taking on the form of a a servant, being obedient even unto death. Jesus, what a great saviour you are. I pray for those here who, who are struggling and know that they need hope. I pray, bid them come. Help them to find hope in you, Jesus. Help them to come to the manger, to the cross. I pray that people would find changes your life hope in you, Jesus. I pray for all of us that we would come and do that. Whether we've been here before or not, would we come and find it again? Find hope in you, Jesus. Amen.